Who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, Ava Cracho. And I'm your other host, I'm Solo. And today we have lots of things to talk about. It's a very important news week, and like I don't even know where to start, because this has been such an amazing Star Wars week. We have lots of different things to talk about. Uh, Star Tours, for those of you who are familiar with the Disney parks, that just went through a big Last Jedi update, and I got to ride it, so I want to talk about that. I played the Battlefront campaign, and that was a lot of fun. Also, this this little magazine, uh, Entertainment Weekly came out, and it had, like, <laughs> just, like, a couple, like, inter- like small, interesting tidbits. Just, just little things. Yeah, like, All right. it's not a big deal. Maybe we'll anything, eventually touch them. Ma- maybe. We might then forget. They'll be at the end of the podcast, if I remember, or anything. <laughs> but... Uh, quite actually, that will be at the end of the podcast, so if that's all you're here for is to listen to us try not to scream about that, that will be near the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the new TV spots a little bit first, and then I'll talk about the other things that I uh, mentioned beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, we got a lot of new TV spots, and some of them- Which always makes me nervous. Same here. And, well, luckily, this is our second to last podcast before we go quiet. Yes. And I do want to say a couple things. Uh, right now, there's a press conference going on in Mexico. Literally happening right it's now. It's happening right now. And so we might uh, edit in an area where we talk about what was discussed during that press conference. But that it was confirmed that the first 10 minutes of The Last Jedi are going to air. Or like they're going to show it to an audience in Mexico tonight. We are not going to talk about that. Absolutely not. We're going to try to avoid it as much as we can. We don't want to know the first 10 minutes. No. Uh, I will... Sadly, admit I will probably n- know it, but I will not talk about it on the podcast. I will not share it with you. Mm-hmm. I just know with the circles that I run in on the start, there's no way that I'm avoiding it unless I drop out from the internet now. And you're which, like, no, I got another week. <laughs> I, I've got one more week until I'm going to let myself completely drop out from the internet because I I have work to do and I yeah. need I need I need Black Friday. Um, so before we get down into it, uh, rate and review us on iTunes and uh. I have a store, Squadron Goals. We're having a Black Friday sale. It's it's mostly all Star Wars. It's mostly all Star Wars stuff. Anyway, that was my plugs. Just like our podcast. So, uh, the the new TV spots that I do want to talk about, I won't go them into super detail because we have a, a lot to talk about mm-hmm. today. Um, the first one, which... The pre- Kylo's the prettiest boy <laughs> I've ever seen. This, this one aired right after we recorded our last podcast. Mm. So basically we have, uh, the, the new bits are Luke saying, you've seen this place, Ray says, only in dreams. Mm-hmm. And at first it sounds like it, he says, like, you've seen, seen his, his face. face. Only in dreams. And we were all laughing. Yep. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, clearly this has to be about Snoke. Uh-huh. But then it it's, you've seen yeah. this place. Which like, makes a lot more sense because clearly she's yeah. seen I was too. like, oh, you've seen this place. And then the entire night was like, you've seen his face. And I was like, that only makes sense if it's, if it's Snoke. And I heard, you've seen this place. Mm-hmm. And then we, everyone was like, oh, you've oh, seen yeah. this place. It was, yeah, because they... It's very Most easy. people just record it on their TV first before we get the... The uh, nice the uh, HD. HD. Yeah. And then uh, we have another line of Ray saying, Kylo failed you, I won't. <laughs> which is a nice kind of reflection of uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Of Obi-Wan saying, mm-hmm. I failed you, Anakin. And... Uh, I mean, emotional. We just are Ray Kenobi fans. The just, connections would just be beautiful. Yep. I mean, again, not expecting it, but yeah, I'm not, definitely not gonna hold my breath because I'll die. One, I, <laughs> I'm very sure of very little at this point, but I'm I'm gonna say eighty percent sure the line following this is Luke saying, "No, I failed him in some sort of way," mm. because that just seems like how that dialogue mm-hmm. would go. And it would be another nice reflection. Yeah. Back onto previous movies. Even though people are like, hate the prequels. Guess what? They exist. They exist, and mm. I love the themes in them. And they add yeah. so much to the story. There's also a new Kylo shot where he just, like I mentioned before, is the prettiest boy. He's got his mom's eyes, this his is, mom's big doe eyes. This is just 
the prettiest I've ever seen him. I immediately changed my Tumblr icon. There's a lot of pretty Kylo. That is the prettiest I've ever seen that boy. He was channeling his grandma. And, he, and his mom. At he the looks same like time. he's looking at a hollow of uh-huh. some sort. And. Sorry's eyes like really glassy and gleamy. Yeah, and there's. And he, like his mouth like slightly opens at the end. And you're just like, oh my god. He's watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately just ruined it. Hollow porn. You ruined hollow this for porn. me. He's like, hello. Yeah. Uh, the next TV spot, Rose was finally in a TV spot. Thank God, because she's so cute. Yeah, she was flying a little crate machine. <laughs> they Good have job. names for them, but I, I don't I don't know the names for ships besides Raylo and Hanleia, Storm Pilot, but, but Millennium Falcon. That's just an actual ship. What's what's Slave One? What's a uh, Han and and Le- what's Han and uh, Leia's ship name? Han and Leia. Oh, just Han and Leia. Yeah. It was before the the time of ship names. Yeah. Sky Solo is like right. Looking, yeah. No, Han and Leia is just Han and Leia. Han and Leia. <laughs> it doesn't get an original cool name. I'm still so mad that Nightlight How do you is not have Raylo, like, like the name for Raylo. Like like Storm Pilot, such a good name, and yeah. then whoever came up with Nightlight, I'm like shit. That's Super way better. Cute. Why isn't Han and Leia like? Solgana or something. I don't know. I don't know. Solgana. 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 No, it's on. Workshop. Workshop. But, uh, I'm so Rose is finally in that TV spot. <laughs> Finn gets to say, may the force be with you. And he's, it's really cute. Aww. He's kind of being snarky about it. He's going, like, may the force be with you. <laughs> and it's really cute. That's cute. And also, Poe uh, goes up to Leia and he's like, permission to blow, go and jump in an X-Wing to blow something up. I was trying to say it as quickly as he says it in that trailer. Have you seen that TV spot? Nope. Uh, I don't think you've seen any of these. Nope. Well, no, the one that aired right after. Oh, yeah, besides that time. one, yeah. Uh, so I'll just be painting you word pictures, but as it's, always, it's Poe walking up to Leia, and he says it so quickly, I feel like they had to fast forward this clip, because he just goes, permission to jump in an X-Wing and blow something up, and you're like, what, Poe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a robot. Sounds good. And then Leia says, yep, that's good. <laughs> uh, the next one uh, that came out, it's uh, more Finn-centric, and good. it's him waking up, and he, at first, at first, I was a little skeptical of this, of this uh, TV spot. Because you're like, oh, might be too much. No, no, it was because I don't want this to be Finn's character, mm. but then I realized, oh no, Ryan's smart, and mm. I'll, I'll tell you why so it's basically finn waking up and the first thing he sh- does is shout ray oh, like right. he's like ah ray because that's the last thing he remembers from when he yeah and then poe's like you must have a thousand questions and finn goes where's ray uh-huh. and admittedly because i was like "Ooh, is finn's whole plot again going to be him looking for ray. him looking for ray which that's kind of where i feel like finn lost his mojo in the first movie because he has such a good story arc on his own yeah and then he they dissolved him into being to like, like ah ray where's like, ray like kind of like ray's side character which isn't fair for Finn. Mm-mm. so at first i was a little nervous about that but then i'm like oh no ryan's doing a good job of starting him off that way and him being like okay the only reason why he was still around is because he he's like ah the last time i saw ray I was fighting Kylo, and I got... And she was she was unconscious. Yeah. That's the last time I don't know what happened to her. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that makes sense. And then he's going to, through Rose and Poe and everybody else, he's going to find a, a reason to stay with the Resistance. Yeah, and then he's going to grow from there. Yeah. Which I am so on board with. Me too. I cannot wait for Finn to have a time to shine. Yeah. Because I'm like, with what they were uh, showing, we've seen so little of Finn. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the, of course the first Finn-centric... TV spot, it's just him. Ray! Ray! Oh, where's Ray? Oh. And then, alright. When you think about it, okay, this makes sense for him to start off this way. Yes. As long as he grows into his own character, and that we remember where he came from and who his character is. Yes. That's... I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in the trailers that I've seen, literally, like, the only time you ever see Finn is, like, him, like, facing off against Phasma, and I'm like, I'm so excited for this moment. I know other things are gonna happen, but I cannot wait to see what leads up to this. Yes. So, uh, the last one that I want to talk about just came out today. There have been a few other ones, but the, either the new clips are very... Just so minute that it's not worth it. Yeah, but the last one that came out today, it's probably my favorite spot so far, to be honest. It's 
There's a few things I want to talk about. There's a new shot of Poe watching stuff explode. And he's, like, in his X-Wing, and you just see this big explosion, which mm. we'll probably talk about this more in our predictions episode. Yeah. But... I was immediately like, oh. Yeah. Because I'm kind of afraid of some certain things, but I think that big explosion, whatever happens there, that's going to be his turn to become a little more, like, you've seen the damage they can do. Yep. We need to we need to fight back like this. Like I'm immediately thinking that that I I have to see the clip, but I'm like, oh, is it the resistance base being destroyed? And probably a bunch of people on it that didn't yeah. have a chance to make it off, and that's where we'll see Poe's like yeah, turning point. I'm a point. little afraid. I I don't want to talk because maybe I'll talk about it later if I remember because it, it is like talking about the rumor mill, mm. and so I don't want to spoil anything just mm-hmm. in case that we'll, is we'll keep true. it for the predictions video. Yeah, probably. we'll keep it for the predictions. Um, but. There is a little part of my brain that went on this train after that way of thinking, and actually, it's... Maybe I'll talk about it later, because it does have to do with some quotes we hear later on, too. Mm. But... We'll put a spoiler warning for it, just in case. So, Ray then goes... Luke's like, close your eyes, what do you see? Light, darkness! And then she goes, something else. It's it's calling to me. And uh, Luke is saying, resist it, Ray. And... That's when the rock starts cracking. Mm-hmm. And then Mark did such... I, I think his acting was so good in this clip. When she's he's, like, yelling at Ray, mm-hmm. And just as, like, a fun side note, I definitely think he's yelling Ray both times. Uh-huh. But someone just said it sounds like he's shouting Ren or Ben at the, sec- at the second one. Mm-hmm. And once you... Once you hear it? Once you hear it. Because the first time is clearly Ray. But the second time, he does say it a little bit differently, and he's I mean, yelling it more ferociously. This is a, a perfect time to come into our, like, little, like, speculation of, it's calling to me, and we were like, well, maybe at that point in time, she's, like, kind of and getting, seen- like, uh, Ben's memories, and they're mm-hmm. like, maybe she is seeing, in the past, Luke calling out to Ben at the, like, the same moment. So, like, her current is melding with Ben's past, and that's why it sounds, like, distorted. Yeah, and uh, people have kind of brought up, like, that's what the cracking rock is, is basically, like, Kylo kind of finding his way, like, to her. Mm -hmm. And why Luke's like, no, you got, no, you got to resist what's happening here. Yeah. And so even if, like, I don't think he was yelling Ren or Ben at the end, Mm -hmm. but if he was, like, that's a cool way to be like, get out of there, shoo! Yeah. No, shoo fly, get out. Get out. And we also get to see, we saw our first clip of Benicio Del Toro in a TV spot. But still not Holdo? No Holdo. But we do have a lot of magazine <sighs> stuff from her. I least. know, but I love Holdo. This I okay, hope her movie is To be is fair, the be... Benicio Del Toro clip was in the international trailer for Mexico. Okay. So, I can... Fine. Uh, I mean, the fact that we had to wait this long for Rose is ridiculous. But... Oh yeah, definitely ridiculous. And it was such a small clip. But they've been com- they've been coming out. We've been getting like two to three new spots. I feel like a day, which is so worrisome. We'll we'll but... be we'll be gone from it soon. Yeah, that's true. One more week, right? <laughs> <laughs> so moving forward from the TV spots, I want to talk about Star Tours really quickly. For those of you who are familiar with Disneyland and the Disney parks, there's a ride called Star Tours, and they recently just re-updated it to be basically all Last Jedi themed. And this ride makes me very, very, very nauseous. You can't do motion rides. Nope. I'm not. I'm not very good with them either. But you're way worse than me. I can ride Star Tours and just feel like a little sick. You are. I oh god, I was really bad. But I heard from the rumor mill that Kylo was part of Star Tours now. Uh-huh. And if you had, if I don't talk about it a lot. Uh, um, but I this is a new. I didn't opinion. know Kylo's like my favorite character of the sequel trilogy. So no, I've never heard that before. No, I I am really subtle about it, but I I like him a lot, so I wanted to see him in a uh, yeah, Star yeah, Tours. Yeah. So uh, wow, you must really like it a lot to drive all the way to Disney just to see him in a virtual reality program. Yeah, yeah. You would think I would talk about it more. You would think that it would like rule your life a little bit more. Yeah, you would think I would have a giant cardboard cutout of him standing right behind me. And you. like five lunch boxes of him even though you have no use for lunch boxes. Yeah, and a mug sitting right in front of us. Yep. It's right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, what else do we have? Uh, an itty bitty, a sum His mask is also on the His Michelle. mask, the Nendroid, the... He's a lot of places. Mayfax figure. Okay. So, uh... 
Basically, if you're familiar with Star Tours, it usually starts off with Vader calling out a, uh, a rebel spy. It's now Kylo calling out a resistance spy. It was the person next to me. So close. So close. His music. Done. I think the voice was pretty good. I'm not sure if it was Adam or not, but either way, it was a better sound alike than John Hamm. <laughs> um, people will just tune into this episode and be like, why do they keep call- talking about John Hamm? Like, because it's Kylo Ren. But Same person. Uh, they also brought back the Jakku seg- uh, segment, which was in- brought into the ride a couple years ago after TFA. The Jakku segment is basically Finn telling you to confuse the tracking. Uh-huh. And it's a really fun clip. I'm it's glad cute. they brought it back. Yeah, because it was interesting that they got rid of it, you know Yeah, I mean? it wasn't even part of the random rotation anymore. Uh-huh. So, they... I guess they thought, like, it didn't fit because they didn't have Kylo in this in that spot, yeah. you know what I mean? So it didn't really fit with older characters, but whatever. I, I like, just mix it around. Yeah, because no one cares. If you don't this know about Star Tours, it's, it's random every time. There's a bunch of different scenarios you can go on. Mm-hmm. But for now, and I think probably until The Last Jedi, it's just going to be The Last Jedi scenarios. Mm-hmm. So, you're on Jakku with Finn, and then the transmission, there's a, an emergency transition. It's usually BB-8 or Yoda, if I remember properly. Yes. 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 I, don't, I feel like that's right. I don't really, at this point in the ride, I'm trying really hard not to puke. So, I don't really always remember when we ever I think Leia it. might be one. I thought Leia was one, too. I feel like Leia is one. But, but I could totally be lying, because, I'm again, I'm just trying not to puke my guts out. Uh, yeah, but it's Poe Dameron now. Oh, and Poe Dameron basically tells 3PO to shut up, and yeah. he's like, R2, 3PO, what are you doing here? And 3PO tries to explain, and he's like, I Shh. don't really care. Uh, you have a resistance spy on board. You need to bring them to our new, like, base. And 3PO's like, oh, what was that? And he's like, I'll just send you the transmission, mm-hmm. or the, the coordinates. And then you fly, and you're on crate. You get to see some ice foxes. Cool. And not ice foxes. They're salt foxes, but we actually have their names. Vulptexes? Vulpix. Vulpix. Vulpixes. I'm I'm very surprised no one in story group was like, that's very similar to a Pokemon and people already think it looks like a Pokemon. It looks like the Alola version of Vulpix. So we probably shouldn't call it Vulptix. Because it's very close. to Vulpix. I know that Vulpines, we know... We know but, that you're using like root words for things, but but this also isn't this also isn't Earth, so we can have some freedoms. You can do whatever you want. Ewok didn't mean small bear in Latin, right? <laughs> Unless it does. <laughs> I don't just I don't know what small bear in Latin is. It could be Ewok. I don't think so. I would think. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it would so. be like Ursa. Or something, yeah, it would right? be Ursa something. But because uh, things are already named after bears. Yeah. Uh, moving forward. That's why Ursa Ring's name is Ursa Ring. I know. Pokemon! <laughs> Just Pokemon, that's all I know. But Crate's really, really beautiful. But we don't see much of what we didn't, it didn't spoil anything about Does Crate. it, does it have like the red, do you get to see like the red yeah, dust being picked the re- up? Yeah, red dust, you go under in the crystal caverns and you go back up and you fly between all the AT-ATs and oh, then I love Hux it. shows up. Gross. <laughs> and he's like, you need to destroy Star Tours immediately. And it doesn't like, call it Star Tours. Well, yeah, because you're on Star Tours. Oh, oh, that's right. Because you he might, he might be like the ship, or the ship or something. Yeah, but I it's really it nice to, to see like which actors are like, yeah, I'll, I'll do Star Tours. Yeah, no, that's that's really cute. Yeah. I don't have a problem with what's the actor's name? Dom Hall. Yeah. Gleesome. 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 Good job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it, it's a nice thing that some of these actors will. A little part of me was hoping it would be maskless Kylo, but he's part of the ride, so he was yeah. computer generated. But so Hux, Poe, and Finn are all actually the actors, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. Get to see see them, and basically then you fly out, and you escape crate, and you land on Batu, Batu, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And if you're unfamiliar where that is, that's what the new Disneyland park planet is called. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't That wait. was the part, I got a little emotional because 3PO was like, oh, we finally landed somewhere safe. Like, we'll be safe here. Oh. And it just, it was kind of really emotional because I'm so excited for Star Wars land. That park is going to be so much fun, even though it's going to be so overcrowded all the time here. Yep. Yep. I, I can't might wait. As well, I might just, 
Let's just go to Disney World. It'll be so much better there, probably. I mean, either there or let's just save up and is it going to be overseas anywhere? I don't think anytime soon. No, Dang. Because I was like, you know where it'd be great? Shanghai, because China doesn't care. Yeah, that, that'd be empty. Um, but yeah, Star Tours was really cool. It was really nice to see Finn again because I, I missed that scene. I don't know why they took that out and, and it wasn't part of the rotation anymore. They probably don't like... Mixing timelines too Yeah, much? that's what I'm assuming it is. Because it used like, to be uh, Vader. Yeah. Vader or Boba Fett. I think those were the only two options in that the, come in. Boba Fett was in the beginning? I think so. All right, I've I never think seen, I've gotten I've only, I've only seen Vader in the beginning, so Yeah, no, know. I've seen Boba Fett before. Where he's like, ah, my bounty I, or something. I know Boba Fett can be, like, the last stage. Oh, maybe, maybe then that's what I'm thinking. I'm not something, sure. I don't know. But, yeah, it was really, it was, it was ballin'. Um... But yeah, apparently, also, Kylo's scene is interchangeable with just a stormtrooper, which is Boring. lame. Like, make it Phasma. I'm surprised that Hux is at the end and not Phasma. That's When you said that, I was like, huh. It's probably because Hux is going to be on crate and not Phasma. I don't, oh. I don't think Phasma's going to be on crate. Yeah. I think she's going to be on the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Or maybe Or dead, dead by <laughs> yeah. that point. I'm thinking dead by that point. We'll see. Uh, well, then, yeah, I'm. it's weird that they didn't interchange uh, Kylo in the beginning mm-hmm. with Phasma. Yeah, it's just... Both are good. Apparently, also, Kylo or a Stormtrooper. I'm like, obviously, people are going to want Kylo instead. Phasma has a huge presence in the parks, too, so it's weird that they wouldn't put her in Star Tours because she's... Especially Disney World. Like, mm-hmm. she's a big deal there. She has a parade. Like, she's awesome. D- and Phas- assuming... Phasma's presence in the parks are the main reason I like Phasma. Yeah, no, I agree. Because seeing her March of the First Order parade That was thing, so cool. It's so cool. I was the like, whole oh. park just fills with this First Order music. And I was like, oh, now and I can see so why. And you feel so intense. I can see why people might think troopers she's, are cool. She's a badass. She is a badass. Uh, and, okay, so moving forward, Star Tours is cool, but let's talk a little bit about Battlefront 2, because it came out. And this is not going to be as bad as ripping on, as we ripped on it last week. No, I'm also going to talk about the campaign, so there will be campaign spoilers in here. And I, I'm, I'm mad about a few things still with EA. I think the cooldown for arcade mode is ridiculous. After four matches. So four matches. Today, today I most? got six matches in. Oh. But yesterday Maybe people was complained. Four. Yeah. Because they were like 20 minutes. That's ridiculous. They were like, okay, we'll give you 30 minutes. You're like, that's still not a long time. No. And I just learned, I, I'm not familiar with a lot of console gaming. I, my whole life, basically, I've only owned Nintendo products. Yes. So, you still only own Nintendo products. Yeah. That's just my PlayStation. Yeah, it's your PlayStation. And I got it for the PlayStation because I thought it would be a bigger, I mean, bigger screen. Mm-hmm. Thought it'd be easier to play. Rather than get it on PC? Yeah. Cause oh, I was, yeah. I don't think your PC could run it. Honestly. And also, my PC's not that great. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't... I, I wasn't really planning on playing multiplayer, mm-hmm. but you have to be part of, like, the PlayStation Plus network, which costs, like, 30 bucks for three months. Mm-hmm. And, and even I was out of the loop for that, because the reason... One of the main reasons that I got uh, PlayStation 3 back in the day was because you could get the PSN network for free, while Xbox, you had to pay to get online. And I was like, PlayStation doesn't make you pay. That's fucking sweet. That's, I always, remember that, yeah. And I've always been a PlayStation person, because it's the console that I grew up with, and I never cared for Xbox, so for me it was win-win. And then when we were like, when you were like, you have to pay for PSN, and I was like, that's news to me. I, I don't play online games. If you but... pay seventy dollars for a game, you should be able to play it. No, I agree. I... Especially if you can also get it for the P- PC and then pay play for free. Yep, that's ridiculous. It's it's really ridiculous. I'm really, I'm kind of I. Luckily, I wasn't planning on playing multiplayer that much, uh-huh. but I wanted to try it, mm-hmm. and I can't try it? Yeah. Really? They just assume that people are going to have the PlayStation Network anyway. I don't care for it, because I don't like multiplayer system games. Mm-mm. I like story, single-player story modes. Yeah, so the campaign mode in Battlefront was very short. It was I beat it in three days? I could have beat it in one sitting if I wanted to, but... Uh-huh. It's like a four-hour campaign, right? It's a four, about a four-hour campaign. I was also very bad at a couple of the levels, so... We're not got, good at shooters. I got very frustrated a few times. Um, as far as notable things that happen in the Battlefront story mode, Luke Skywalker is a precious boy. Mm-hmm. He's such a good boy. 
if you see Luke right after basically the events of Return of the Jedi, he's on this planet called Pilio, which Pillow. is it's called Pillow uh-huh. with R2 and the M- the Empire, the Emperor has like this and they're taking a nap. This observatory there and they're taking a nap because it's Pillow. Pillow. And I just love I this was such a what happened to Luke? <laughs> And I think they're really ben. trying to put, put like push something bad happened. Yeah. Because he's such like a good pure boy, and he's like jumping around talking to R two, and he's like R two, you stay here. I want to see what's up. And Aww. it, he's just so cute, and he meets this uh, guy from the Empire, and he saves him. He who ends up being like one of the main characters from Inferno Squadron, and. The, um, so Miko is the Empire guy, and Miko's just like, why'd you save me? And Luke's just like, because you asked. Wanna, wanna go find some some stuff with me? And Miko's like, I, I'm looking for some stuff too, so I have to destroy that thing. And he's Luke's like, well, I'm looking for it too, so let's go on this nice adventure and I'll help you out. And it's just really cute, and Miko kind of tells a story about how... He grew up being terrified of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And Luke doesn't even say shit, Anything. basically, about uh-huh. it. And one of my favorite interactions with it is they're opening up the observatory, and the observatory can only be opened using the Force. Uh-huh. And Miko just goes, why would the Emperor build something that only the people he destroyed can open? Mm-hmm. And Luke's like, I think you grew up on Coruscant fearing the wrong thing. Yeah. And he's like, wait, you're telling me the em- the Emperor was secretly a Jedi? And he's just like, no, but... No, he's a Sith, bro. He's a Sith, bro. Doesn't say as much, but, but yeah. it's a nice little thing. And That's cute. Luke finds this compass, which we've heard rumors of. So, so uh, slight spoiler warning. We've heard rumors that Luke has a, com- a compass. We talked about this a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, we did talk ago. about this a long time ago. But yeah, just in case you haven't heard that. Yeah. And I, I'm... I'm 95% sure this compass that he found in Battlefront is going to be the compass that he has in the movie. Yeah. And they just kind of added it. Yeah, because why not? And apparently this whole, like, island called him there for that compass in particular, and Hmm. I think it probably leads him to other Jedi artifacts. I think that's probably what it is. It's a dragon radar. Yes. You can use it to track down the other Dragon Balls. (laughs) Yes. Got it. This is a Dragon Ball Z. Got it. But I think... The, the compass might have some significance after all. Mm. Who knows, though. Yeah. But the, all they mention is this compass, and then they never mention it again. So I'm thinking it is going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And at least in some way that... Yeah, it might just be like a small little Easter egg. Yeah. But... Um, moving forward... Um, yeah, so Luke and Miko go their separate ways, and Luke's like, the Force isn't that bad, I'm not that bad, and Miko's like... Yeah, maybe not. And that that's when he starts, like, questioning the Empire. So, yeah, spoilers for the game. They do, two of them do defect really early on in the game. Mm-hmm. Which, why did you promote them as Empire people if, I'll say, 75% of the game? If not more, I lied, 85% of the game is them with the Rebellion. So, in so the four-hour campaign, maybe 20 minutes in? Yeah. At this point, you should have just promoted them as... Defectors. De- defectors. Because <laughs> you No, they were they just wanted to be like You did you played maybe two missions with them on maybe three. Like, they were just like, Oh, we know a lot of people like the Empire. You'll get to play as the Empire. <laughs> just kidding. Q-Q-Q. You're, you're gonna turn against the Empire. I think if you play Aiden in multiplayer, I think she's still technically dark side, but I don't I mean probably. I don't know that because I never got to play. <laughs> uh so after Aiden and Miko defect they go meet Leia, and Leia goes and defends Naboo, and she mentions, like, the Queen of Naboo during the Clone Wars, <laughs> or before the Clone Wars. Don't like, tell me that! Don't tell me that! It's cute. It's it's really cute. And meanwhile, Leia's pregnant at this time. Girl, take a break! I know you gotta defend Naboo. No, just like your mom. She's like, I'll be, I'll be doing shit up until I'm nine months pregnant. Bam, 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 bam. It flash forwards like five months later, and you see a hollow of Leia, and Leia's kind of talking to Aiden. And they're like, hey, and where Leia's like, hey, I can't find my husband again. He keeps doing this. Can uh, you go find him for me? Can you go see if you can find that bastard for me? I mean, my the love of my life. I'm very pregnant. Very pregnant. 
but she's still wearing. Obviously, EA just didn't want to make a new model. What EA? But she's still wearing this bodysuit. Like poor Leia. EA cutting corners, not using resources to make their game just a little bit more polished. I've never heard of that before. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag salt. Hashtag sodium. Yeah, but Han's kind of a dick. He, I, I like he. We know this from the aftermath like trilogy. He has a beard. Wow. But he's trying to go rescue the Wookiees. Careful with all these spoilers. Yeah, he's got a beard, man. And Leia's still looking for him because he keeps just disappearing and going off track. And Leia's just wondering if her child's gonna have a father. (laughs) Spoiler alert! Mostly not. Mostly not. Uh, Lando was the best character to play because he has a heat sensor. (laughs) So thank you, Lando, for existing. And one... So when you get Han back, he has this line to Leia, just saying, ah, you can't get rid of me that easily, which, like, one, he's just been disappearing, so clearly she can. But I'm just imagining, like, fetus Ben going, I'll prove you wrong, old man. <laughs> I'll get rid of you in one years. I'll get rid of you very easily. One shot, bro, just, just try it. Uh, so they, you, they go, you go forward, like, 30 years into the future at the end of the game, and so you get to play with Kylo. So the campaign's teaching you how to play all the different characters, and you get to play Kylo for a little bit. And clearly this is just for gameplay's sake, but you kind you kind of get to see what it's like for Kylo to read people's minds. Mm-hmm. And he basically gets to self-insert himself into people's memories, and he that's how he goes in and like, finds stuff. Like, does he view them, like, third-person style, or...? Uh, Kind of. Like, there'll be these images of, like, the past happening, and then he's mm-hmm. running through, mm. and the doors are locked, and you kind of have to, like, break through them, and that's what's like, huh. ah, it's hurting my brain. Right, right, right. And he's like, nope, let me in. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. So, but it's kind of a cool way to process. It's a cool metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be nice for fanfic writers. Fanfic writers. Uh, for Visual metaphors. There have, you go. Have Kylo bust down Ray's doors, literally. <laughs> Uh, all right. I mean. Okay. I mean. Smut Hut 2018. <laughs> kick, 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 yeah. kick, kick. So, I also am a huge fan. So, he's interrogating Miko mm-hmm. um, at this point. And Miko has married Aiden and they have a daughter, which I'll talk about in a second. And Kylo, the whole time he's, like, running through her me- his memories, like, he sees Aiden and he's like, ah, your, your wife is like much braver than you, blah, blah, blah. But it's your love for her and the love for your daughter that's made you weak. It's made you a traitor. And give me this because I'm a huge fan of Kylo running around me like, love makes you a traitor. Makes you weak. Love makes you weak. You shouldn't love your family. It makes you weak. These are the things that I have been taught and they have made me into the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. And I do not think the Versios are raised parents whatsoever <laughs> i think ea just wants to f- add fuel to the fire well of course because fuck that i'm just so sick of it and we'll have the final expansion or not the fi- maybe not the final expansion mm. but didn't they say there was gonna be two more add-ons to the campaign or no I, there's one more for sure there's probably mm. a second one i just not paying attention that much but there's one more for sure with Aiden, and i think it's Aiden and the daughter uh-huh. so we'll see for sure that it's not ray Mm-hmm. But it's not being released until, like, the day before the movie. Because they, w- they just want you to think that. Yeah. That's... Raised parents, oh my god. Which I... Raised I wouldn't parents mind. were installed in my game. I liked Miko no. a lot. I wouldn't uh-huh. mind him being Ray's father, actually. Something doesn't sit right with me of them just pretending that Ray's, like, oh, yeah. a person of color now. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, her mom was... No. Just... No. Yeah, he just you cast just... people of color. And yeah. not... Just make their parents people of color and go, hey. Yeah. So technically, she's yeah. diverse, right? No. 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 Moving forward. Entertainment Weekly. It was great. I think I woke up to like five messages from you just being like, oh my god, Entertainment Weekly. You know, I've said this once. I've said it a hundred times. I'm trying to keep my expectations low. <laughs> and then you give me this shit, Anthony Bresnikan. I'm not even sure if I'm saying your name right. But it makes it so hard for me to go into this theater 
not expecting wonderful, great things. I mean, it does sound like kind of everything we wanted. So, they announced four collectible covers for Entertainment Weekly this week. Uh, first one is Ray and Kylo. Second one is Luke and Leia, Finn and Rose, and Poe and Holdo. So, I would need all of them. Yes. It's very important. I'm a little bummed that the covers are kind of boring, that they're just Photoshop photos. They are. But that's kind of how Entertainment Weekly is always. Yeah, it's not Vanity Fair. It's never been Vanity Fair, but oh my god. So, uh, I don't know what we should talk about first. There's, I mean, uh, clearly there's some stuff that... You want to digest? I want to digest... Uh, they, they have some new photos. These are, like, the first things that I saw from Entertainment Weekly. And we have a new photo of Finn and Rose, and it's really cute, mm-hmm. and Rose is actually smiling. Uh-huh. And they're on can- Canto Bite. And they say this illusion, and I'm hoping that means that I don't, I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but on the off chance, because this is my fanfic dreams, because they mentioned something about how Finn and Rose are underdressed, for to be on this like fancy casino planet. Uh, I'm like, does that mean they're gonna have fancy dresses? They're gonna change into fancy clothes? I don't think so because we've seen kind of other images of them on Kanto Bite uh-huh. and that's still in the same outfits. It could just be to not spoil anything. Uh-huh. But a little part but of me is like, how cute. I love nothing more than we have to go undercover at this fancy ball. Oh no, we have to put in these new fancy clothes. This is some great fanfic trope This stuff. is some Dark Disciple It's literally shit. in Dark Disciple. It's good for a reason. Yep. So, we have that picture. We have another picture of a giant creepy picture of Snoke, and he's yelling at Hux. Good. <laughs> great. We have another That's picture. That's where Hux dies. My, my, personal, uh, my personal favorite, I'm a little biased towards this one, is Rey, and she's pretty clearly on a First Order ship somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's I don't think it's Snoke's throne room. It might be, mm-hmm. but it's not red. All red like his throne room is. Right. But it could just be the lighting. Who knows? But Ray is there, and then you see a little blurry, blurry Kylo in the background. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is good news. This means, yeah. this is, I mean, but it's true. This is the first visual proof we've had that they share scenes together. Yeah. It was Even if it is just like a, like a force vision or something, they're gonna at least be in the same scene. Those together. actors were in the same room together. Yep. Somehow. And, I mean, that's the first time we've really seen gotten it, to yeah. see it. Because the trailer is clearly edited from two different scenes. Yeah. So, let's talk about... The, there's a bunch of new articles. I'm just gonna read some quotes. Not all of them. Because there's a lot. And there's more coming out later in the week. And let's talk about Finn and Rose a little bit. <laughs> the wounded Finn is ready to be done with war, but meeting a starstruck fan like Rose inspires him to stick with the good guys just a little bit longer. While Ray and Kylo Ren try to knock each other off course, these two are trying to keep each other on track. Cute. Which I think is going to be a fun story. Mm-hmm. So you got something for everyone. You got the happy Star Wars adventure mm-hmm. where these two kids are... Going on an adventure. Going on an adventure together, and there'll be... I'm sure that's where most of the comedy and the more fun action-y bits will be. Yes. And then you also have, like, this darker psyche exploration piece with Kylo and Rey. Cool that they're including... Both. Both. Mm -hmm. And that. So, and that they're they're there to keep each other on track. And Kelly Marie Chan had this really nice article where she was talking about just going to work and she found out she got Star Wars like on her lunch break and having to go back to work afterwards like she was a secretary Aww. at this place imagine being cast in Star Wars and not allowed to say anything yeah and, and going to go back, back to your secretarial job and just being like hey I'm putting in my two weeks and she had this whole thing about how she thought about giving up acting when she went like she turned 25 and mm-hmm. she was like this wasn't working out for me and then I was having all this like kind of midlife crisis myself reading it because I'm like oh god yeah nothing in my life is going right yep it's fine Kelly Marie Tran did it or maybe me too maybe one day so yeah uh moving forward uh Paul and Holdo they again they have one of the covers they kind of talked about the antagonistic relationship between the two I'll just read a couple quotes from there a new leader rises to guide the battle against the First Order. Laura Dern's Vice Admiral M. Amalyn Holdo, who doesn't quite have 
who doesn't quite have Leia's every man or every woman touch with the troops. <laughs> so, because she's just, a space cadet, because she's space, she's super spacey, and I kind of hope that's why everyone's like this. She's a crazy woman, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how she was in the Leia book. She was very, very Luna mm-hmm. in the Leia book, which I like. She's kind of like Effie Trinket and Luna Love. Yeah, if they were to have a baby together, yep, that would be Amalyn Holdo, and. I think I'm really excited for this kind of character dynamic because it's mm-hmm. not really antagonistic because she's really strict and he's really, like, and Poe's oh. really strict. It's just that their personalities, like, Poe might be very down to the point mm-hmm. and Amelin's very... Metaphysical. Yeah. And, like, metaphorical and very culture. Thinking outside very, the box yeah. and while everyone is just like, what are you talking about, woman? Uh-huh. Um, and she'll be like, the Vulpix is... Yeah. But, like, what? And she's like, don't you understand? <laughs> They're like, no, we don't. They'll be, she'll be hunting for the Volt Texas. It's like, why are you looking for Volt Texas? And I'm like, why am I not looking for Volt Texas? They're beautiful. Actually, that could definitely be a part of the movie because yep. we've have this thing about the Volt Texas, where they say that they glisten, uh. and that at one point pr- helps people out in the movie because they can see where in, yeah. when they're in the dark, you can sort of see them. Calling it now, Holdo. Because, especially in the book, she used to constantly, like, divert away because she was looking for owls. and mm-hmm. like, like Exactly, like yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, and then she's like, oh, no, don't you understand? They they glow when people are nearby, so that's where the people were looking for her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, her personality, to continue the quotes, that leads her conflict with X-Wing Ace Poe Dameron. That, wait, that leads her conflict with X-Wing Ace, oh, my God, that, her conflict. Ugh. Her and Poe don't get along. His history, training, and loyalties lie with Leia, but what he doesn't realize is, so does Holdo's. Both both learned everything they know from the princess turned general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely appropriate that they've paired us because there's a lot of fr- uh, friction and conflict between uh, Poe and that relationship with Admiral Holdo. Who that person? Who is that person that's been at least temporarily put in charge of the resistance? Mm. This is where I'm going to talk about some spoilery, maybe rumory stuff. This was never, I don't think this was rumored by anyone huge, Mm -hmm. but there was rumors a while back that uh, Leia was in a coma. No, Leia was in Uh. a coma for a decent chunk of the film. And I'm kind of afraid that the beginning of the film is like, a part of me think Kylo might shoot, might have shot that thing, Mm -hmm. but it was, uh, but he he just missed it. Uh huh. And so part of me thinks that, yeah, he shot it, he, he, Leia survives, and she's in the coma, and that's why Amelin needs to take over. <sighs> and I'm just a little afraid of that. Me too. I don't want that. Either do I. Because, I mean, I know there's nothing they, there's nothing they could do. They didn't know that yeah. Carrie's passing was very unexpected. I just, I could see that happening once yeah. they're saying all these pieces that, Amlin was temporarily put in charge. I'm like, why was she put in charge if yeah. Leia's there? Unless Leia's like, I'm mourning my husband. I need a. But that's not even really super. That's when, not Leia's when, character. We heard, a, we heard a rumor forever ago about it, which just has me a, a little worried. And once Finn was. Finn was just in a coma. Can yeah. we not have people in comas? Come on, no more comas. No more. No more fucking. But right now, that. Sadly, that's kind of where my predictions lie. Yeah. Because it does, with what they're saying, it does make sense. Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense for Holdo to really be put in charge. Because Poe's going to be... against it? Yeah. Maybe Leia's just like, all right, I have a co-lead. Who wants it? Or, like, I, think I need to go find my fucking is brother. Is Leia's going to say something that makes Poe think he'll be put in charge. Mm-hmm. And then Holdo and then, comes out of the nowhere. And then, yeah, Holdo is like, nope, it's me! Vulp Texas! And then, Where are the owls? And then also Poe's gonna be like, you're just trying to steal the power from Leia. Mm-hmm. And she's like, absolutely not. But she's like, no, I've been following Leia since we were like 13. Yeah. But. So to continue on, uh, the article reads, Poe's loyalty is to Leia and Holdo has a different style, a different approach, and, a very, and very different ideas. But even the audience isn't supposed to know whether she's right. You sort of have to figure out whose side you're on and whose side you're on and what your feelings are about her. Dern says. So. Well, I love her. I I love 
what we know of Holdo, and I hope we continue to love it. Yeah, I hope that she continues to be the character that she was in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another article about Mark Hamill being back on the Falcon, mm. which, I mean, a nice little fluff piece. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't anything groundbreaking about it. But let's talk about the scavenger and the fallen one, which was actually the title of the article. Sounds like the, absolutely sounds like the name of a fanfic. Oh, I'm sure it probably even is. I bet you that's the, like, the person writing the article, like, actually, like, putting it together was like, here's my fanfic title, here we go. (laughs) Now people look it up on AO3 and read it, give me kudos, please. It's rated E for explicit, not everyone, just so you guys know. I wrote some hardcore smut here, and, uh, so just to read some, I'm not gonna read the whole article, even though I could just... (laughs) Dang. This felt good. Yeah. This felt nice. Even though... Oh, no, I'll just read the article. He hates her. This girl, this garbage picker, this amateur who somehow drew his family lightsaber to her hand, overpowering his own bond with the Force. And yet, Adam Driver says Kylo Ren can't help but to harbor an admiration for Rey in The Last Jedi. So that's the actual quote. This garbage person! <laughs> like, the whole quote... Is such a Pride and Prejudice yep. thing. Of, he hates her. He hates her. She's the worst. She's lowly. She's lowborn. I also love her. <laughs> yeah. But something about her, I love her. She told me she hated me, and I was like, I must have her. And, uh, like, I've just seen, of course, this is like Tumblr drama, but people who just post the first part of that quote uh-huh. of just being like, he hates her, this girl, this garbage picker. See proof that he just hates her. I'm like, you. The next sentence is literally sit at the, the Adam Driver quote Kylo Ren can't help but harbor an admiration for Rey. Yeah. That's. Like. The, guys. <laughs> include the whole quote. No. Guys, I know no. you really want to prove your point that Rey and Kylo no, have nothing to do with each other. The cherry picking. But it's, it's really not looking. It's not looking good when you're literally ignoring the next word. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that happens a lot with being in the Ray Kylo fan community. It has been a whirlwind for the last year or two. Oh, years. absolutely. I'm Where, not even a part of it, and I'm stressed out. Because you keep getting these full interviews, and people just keep taking bits and pieces or ignoring it. Daisy full out said that Han isn't her dad. Yeah. And there's people who are utterly Still convinced like she's that she's Han's daughter. And meanwhile, we have all these articles. Who knows? The movie could 1,000% just... This whole thing could have been massive lies. But when all of the things they are giving us... Yeah. Yeah. They could be lies, but... For now, they're... This is what they're giving us. They're hints. And it's great for me. And I'm just so tired of people making up stuff that fit their agenda. Well, and also to, like, they're making up stuff to point their fingers at other people and call them stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're just cherry-picking to make fun of other people. Yeah. Which is wrong. Like, the post that was... That literally just took the, he hates her, this girl, this garbage picker... And the person who's just being underneath it being like, she, he hates her. One, this isn't even a quote. This is from the, well, this is Anthony Bresnikan's, like, adding to the article. Uh, the actual quote it's... is, Adam Driver says, Kylo Ren can't help but to harbor an admiration for Daisy Ridley's Ray in The Last Jedi. That's, like, what he's saying someone actually in, said. In quotes. So, uh, to continue on. The movie, out December 15th, is a story of dualities, of loyalties, fractured, and new alliances formed. Some partnerships, like the ex-Stormtrooper Finn and Resistant Mechanic Mechanic Rose, could inspire valor and bravery. Others, like separated siblings Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa, may restore hope that is dimming in each other. While the novice uh, Force-wielder Rey and the dark side acolyte Kylo Ren (laughs) could end up pushing each other astray from their chosen paths, Depending on who was stronger. Also, I said acolyte right. Right. You did. And I was so afraid I was going to mess that word right. Wrong. Really? Yep. Oh. I, I looked at it. I'm like, I know how to say it. 
but it's gonna come out back. Akbar. Akbar. Dark side Akbar. Kylo Ren. Perfect. Nailed it. But force bonds, man. Yep. I, I love everything about this opening paragraph. One, it super maybe alludes that Luke and Leia are reunited. That it did definitely seem like that. And that Leia is the one that can bring him out. And oh no, I didn't even think about it because I was like, because Luke is the one right now who's struggling the most. Mm-hmm. He's very much struggling. If I, I'm gonna cry right now because if Leia's able to. No, and I just like was thinking I'm gonna get really emotional because there were the rumors <laughs> that like Leia was in the coma and Luke's the one that's able to get her to come out of it, and I would be very emotional. And then Leia's the one to pull Luke back to the light because mm-hmm. like and like to inspire hope in him. <laughs> and so I haven't even seen it. It might not happen, but I'm very emotional very, right now. And with the ending of Empire, I would pass out i don't think, <laughs> but the ending of empire strikes back is luke and leia like hugging mm-hmm. like after han gets kidnapped and they're just hugging on the starship looking out in space being super hopeful that they're going to be able to find han i'm like if they do a parallel for that <laughs> i'm gonna need a fucking wreck uh-huh. a fucking wreck yeah um uh. <laughs> very emotional and then this is i mean this is the plot line we've been talking about for two years that Ray and Kylo are just kind of going to be at odds with each other, trying to pull each other to their side. Because I'm still a pretty firm believer in the Force Bond. I'm not sure if they'll mm. give it a name, but I think it's pretty clear that the reason why the interrogation scene happened was to make this weird Force connection with them. And Yeah, I don't know if it ne- necessarily needs to be, like, a physical thing. Like, it mm. needs to be a Force Bond. Like, a Force thing. But, like, these characters have a bond. In the end. They also keep alluding to, like, the mysterious connection. They feel a strange connection with each other and all of these other sources. So maybe it is something they actually will put a name mm-hmm. to or will address more straightforward. Because clearly they have some sort of untold bond in, yeah. with each other that they can't really figure out. And I think it's because they both think the other one belongs on their team yeah like we deserve to be a squad so i I like this yeah we should team up together but you need to come on my side i like this pushing each other astray from their chosen path depending on who is stronger Mm -hmm. and you go girl yeah right now i know that last time you faced like kylo he was very weak so you were able to win but you've been training you go, girl. You go pull that You've boy back. You've been training, so I think you go win, Ray. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, and like, in terms of like how he relates to Ray, said uh, this: He has been aware of this ability in himself from such a young age. So I don't think there's a lot of people around him who are on the same level. I think there's something familiar there, as well as something to be feared, or something dot 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 that he can't quite place. Like. Like, 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 <laughs> check yes, check yes or no, but there's two yes boxes. These are all the quotes that everybody seemed to ignore, and they just took the, he hates her, this girl. Not this, even a quote. Not even an actual quote, but they don't take this, or something that he just can't qu- place, and I think that's the compassion, or the, yeah. even the, oh, we have these things in common. And these characters have to come to terms with that. They have a lot in common with each other in terms of how they uh, came to be themselves. Uh, their abandonment issues, their fishu- their issues with their families. And basically Ray kind of realizing she could have very much ended up like Kylo because he didn't have anyone that understood and she kind of being able to surround herself with people that can help her. So it's just going to be an interesting story of seeing them all kind of realize the things they have in common. I mean, he had we know he kind of had friends when he was a kid because Leia and Bloodline talked about how he would come in from playing with his friends and he'd be all covered in mud. Cute. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But then I think we also have, like, canon sources that he was in street gangs, which I love. <laughs> That's, like, part of the reason why they sent him away. He's like, all right, he's joining street gangs now. He's being influenced by a smuggler dad. I and I mean, we see this a lot. I think, I, I don't know why, I, I don't see it talked about too much, 
But it's a very, very common reasoning for why kids act out is because they're trying to get their parents' attention. Oh, 100%. And we, yeah, and we know that Kylo's basically been... Ignored by his ignored parents. Ignored by his parents. And... Not out of, like, I'm not sure not if I have love, this quote but... written down, but Adam says that basically his parents fought for everything except for him. Yeah. And they were That's always really dedicated yeah. to the cause of rebuilding this... Fixing the galaxy. Yeah, they're but they two didn't... separate causes, but... Him but, was always, like, a second... Yeah. He... Kylo probably grew up feeling like he didn't matter to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's very obvious. He, there was a really nice quote about how it was really easy for him to fall in the dark side because he was always in the shadows. And I'm like, Aww. that's... Oh, that's some good shit. Aww, that's some good poetic shit. Like, when people shit on Kylo... Kylo Ren did nothing wrong. <laughs> um, okay, I won't go that far. That's... It, it's my it, favorite, it's like, Kylo in-joke right now, because mm-hmm. it's even he- bigger right now, because people will just keep yelling uh-huh. at, uh, like, on Tumblr and stuff, mm-hmm. and just be like, Kylo did this, how do you defend it? And just like, Kylo didn't do that, I don't know what you're talking about. That like, Kylo not... slaughtered a whole village, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-uh. Kylo wasn't even there. Kylo's never been on that planet Kylo before. killed his dad. No, he didn't. Uh, like, yeah. he, he would never do such a thing. Kylo has never done anything wrong in his life. You know that gift from Parks and Recreation where it's the I, the, the Ralphio siblings oh, yeah. where the sister's like up to her dad's like, you know I've never done anything wrong in my whole life. And then the dad's like, I know this and I love you. Someone took like Kylo's face <laughs> and put it on her and put Leia on the other one. I know this and I love, love you. I've never done anything wrong in my entire life. I, I know, know this, this and I love you. When you look at Kylo's life, and people are like, he's just a hot topic whiny baby, and I'm like, okay, but guys, this isn't real life. His things aren't meant to be taken literally. This is, like, a cinematic piece. Things are gonna be dramatized. And also, he does have a reason to angst. And uh, Ryan even had this quote about how you heighten certain things in fantasy to make them more widely relatable yeah because not also to heighten the stakes because i don't know if you know but a lot of people don't get symbolism these days symbolism is dead symbolism is fucking dead these people have never read like the fucking great gadsby they took this shit they just see the billboard and they're like why is that billboard with eyes there and you're like oh my god dear lord well oh my god see it's funny because did you guys I, I was forced to go through every piece of symbolism in high school and was like, oh, the reason I like the Great Gatsby now is because of all this symbolism. Mm-hmm. So you have this kid who's acting out, and it's not just because there's no reason for it. It's clearly because he's trying to get his parents' attention. Yeah, he's looking he's, for his some His parents attention. are probably gone all the time. Yep. And if he's causing trouble, they're going to have to come back. Yeah. And that's just really sad. And He's and- like, well, if I get caught by the police, they eventually call my parents to come get me. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit here forever. And we we don't know how canon, the, no. well, canon the, the Kylo and Street Gangs is, but I like it. But it, still, the symbolism there and it's, prevails. And Anthony Bresnikan also had this thing about Snoke, how Snoke was basically a predator to oh, like this child who was really vulnerable and just wanted attention. And His lines someone... that he has in the trailer are so predator-prey. Mm-hmm. And to the it, point where it like makes me a little skeezed out because I'm like, what well, it is? It's, it's very a really like, uncomfortable topic, and I think a lot of people have been. Maybe Kylo's been through that, and it's not a really a, a subject that you really approach often. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that this is like a literal translation, but it's like when we were watching Fantastic Beasts, and I was like, oh my god, things. But they approached the line. I'm just glad they're addressing it because mm-hmm. there's so many people. Who, like you said, just write off Kylo as being whiny and I do what I want mm-hmm. instead of a character who's much more conflicted than that. And this character who's in like literal pain all the time and is what it looks that, like to me. And I, there's this amazing quote from Ryan Johnson. Uh, there's this big part of the story yet to be written and not by me, says Johnson, who will hand the trilogy back to The Force Awakens filmmaker J.J. Abrams in 2019's episode 9. But I don't. Uh, but I don't think it's a very interest. I don't think it's very interesting that the whole story is just will Kylo get his uh, comeuppance. Uh, he's more. He's a more complicated character than that, and I think he deserves a more complicated story than that. I don't think he's. I don't think. Oh my god! I don't see the point 
of trying to get behind the mask and learn more about him if all we learn is, yeah, he's just an evil bad guy, he needs to be killed. I I love you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> That's what Phasma's storyline is, mm-hmm. not Kylo's. I love you, Ryan Johnson. I, I, I just wish he was still on board for episode nine. I mean, me too. I... Because, again, I have pretty a lot of confidence in this movie. Because he's brought up, like, all these Ryan Johnson quotes as he was talking about the thing he was, like, really excited to write was when he watched uh, The Force Awakens. He was like, ooh, the relationship between Rey and Kylo is really interesting. It's really fascinating. And that was the part that he was really excited to, like, get into of, yeah. like, what they mean to each other. And they are going to relate to each other and have a lot in common and character dynamics i love them that's all i care about and luke <laughs> basically pushes her away basically makes her go pushes her like right to kylo who's also been pushed away by luke mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid rejection i feel it too you know uh and and to add to this uh ryan has this other quote uh, this is very much about ray trying to figure out how she fits into all of this much like any of us we're growing up and we're transitioning from uh much like any of us as we're growing up are transitioning from childhood into adulthood Johnson says you're going to meet people who are going you're going to meet people who you think are going to help you who don't and help is going to come from unexpected places and then the quote breaks and then it just goes in that unexpected place it's kind of fucking yeah the fucking wasn't there but should be (laughs) not too much for the podcast I don't know it's up to you yeah sure I'll keep it in why not I don't want to edit really Ryan, Adam, and Daisy all had these really nice quotes about how this story is going to unfold. I'm just so happy that it seems like a lot of character relationships and character dynamics were considered in this movie because that's always my, that's always what I care about. And but it's nice to see that Ryan's like, no, 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 that was like my main focus. No, it was. <laughs> that was he, my he's main He's even focus. said it before, too. Uh-huh. He's just like, that's the part of this story that had me so interested. He had another quote about, yeah, he was really excited to write like Luke Skywalker and Leia, but the reason he was so enthusiastic about it was because of the new characters, and he mm-hmm. was really invested in these new characters. Yeah. Because there is something really fascinating going on if you watch things past the surface value. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to get all of this kind of reassurance that we're not the only ones that saw it. <laughs> Directors and writers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not just like the fan community. It's other people. Outside because unfortunately, of the fan like with the fan community, I mean, it's just it's a very toxic, mean place. Yeah. Where where people are like, you guys are dumb, and that's not what Star Wars is about. And you're like, okay, Star Wars means a lot of things to a lot of different people. There's, I mean, there's been other pretty like big name fans who have called people who shipped Raylo or thought they're like who thought that the heart of the story was going to be the the relationship between them were fake fans and Mm -hmm. that they didn't understand Star Wars so it's really nice to (laughs) to get all these Ryan Johnson quotes being like yeah no that's the heart of the story is uh their dynamic like how they relate to each other and their relationship and and get ready for that like the bond what's going on between them give and take they even said like push and pull between them yeah so, so who's the fake fan now? The director. <laughs> I like. You couldn't see the karate chop that Solo <laughs> just did. <laughs> Nailed it. So it's it's just been. I don't want to be gloaty, but I mean, what after I've gone through two years of of essentially online bullying. Like mm. that's really what it's been, and that's why a reason that Despite I've like. Ev- <laughs> Every interview, commentary, just saying, hinting at, hey, just so you know, Ray and Kylo are going to have this more, this deeper dynamic, this mysterious connection. They're trying to figure something out. They have intertwined destinies. Mm-hmm. And yet, for some reason, most, I don't I don't want to say most, but a very loud part of the fandom will only take the, he hates her yeah. part of this article and they'll run with that and ignore everything else. I mean, it's just... You're allowed to like different things and want different things. Absolutely. I like things outside of canon all the time. All, like, That's where I live 90% of the time. But when I see these... But don't bully people. Bully people in belittlement for reading things at what they actually say. Mm-hmm. And reading the next sentence. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Like, I disagree with a lot of canon coupling... 
in like 90% of my fandoms, but I'm never going to be like, oh, you like the canon shit? You're garbage. Like, you're not a real fan. You're not a real fan. Yeah, it's just like, my, my point more here is I'm just so tired of people arguing my arguments, or I don't want to say arguments, arguing my points Mm -hmm. with lies? Yeah. When I'm just like, here's this full quote. With alternative facts? I mean, (laughs) I didn't want to say it, but but I... Yeah, they're like, here you go, this one thing said this, and you're like, yeah, but if you continue on, it said this. If you say the next sentence, if you continue on, it's him going, oh, he doesn't know how he feels, it's... He relates to it. It's something familiar or something to be feared or something that he just can't place. And his character feels an admiration towards yeah. Ray. That's the next freaking sentences. Yeah. Huh. It's just been a very tiresome. I'm sorry for the last wrap up, but it's been. This is the Knights of Rand. They know what they're getting into. Yeah, they, they do. So, uh, uh, anyway, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, press conference going on right now. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. I didn't know where you were going, so I couldn't help you. We're going to sign off right now, but I'm going to... Yes. Just in case there is something in the press conference that I want to talk about, we will add that uh, around here. But if not, uh, hey. If not, that's the end. That's we'll, the end. I'm Avocracho. I'm Solo, and, and we'll, we'll see you... Uh, for the last podcast before the movie comes out. Next oh, yeah. week. Next week. One more. It's our final prediction podcast. Yes. So that's going to be all of our last predictions for the film. And again, if the first ten minutes get leaked, which I'm sure they will, we will not be talking about them in the the ten minutes. So you can you can listen to our predictions video freely. Yeah, we will without not having to worry about that. Yeah, we're not going to be talking about the ten minute opening mm-hmm. that the like we'll we'll address that it happened. Yes. But we're not going to talk about details from it. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm Solo. And I'll see you next time. Bye.